I hope y'all not going to sleep right now. <laughs> y'all better get on up. <laughs> no, you can't sit down. <laughs> you gotta get on up. <laughs> no, you can't sit down. <laughs> My voice, I know you hear it. <laughs> But I want you to feel those words in your spirit. <laughs> the joy of the Lord is our strength. And let me tell you something. As we are mastering the master's touch, we feel more joyful. We feel more calm. We feel more at ease. We feel every fruit of the spirit and we bear it much more. We feel determination. We feel that we're not even hesitating anymore. We feel that we are coming up higher and higher than that, even while I'm speaking and you're listening. Our praise on the rise. Our lifestyles have changed miraculously. We are transitioning upon transition. Even our thoughts are transitioning. Our mood has transitioned. We are more stable. We're not wavering with our faith, with our emotions, with our attitude. And I notice the more we keep our eyes on God and just stay in the focus of feeling God's goodness and paying attention to God's goodness and refreshing our thoughts regarding God's goodness and refreshing what we hear regarding God's goodness and refreshing our hearts regarding God's goodness and refreshing our souls regarding God's goodness and refreshing our thoughts in every part of our being, our limbs, the depths within us, refreshing and rededicating over and over, rededicating ourselves, being renewed, rededicating our yes, renewing our yes, renewing our worship, renewing our praise, feeling it on the deep within us. We feel it on the inside, and trust me, it's clearly shown on the outside. Kudos, high five, thank God for you. Hallelujah, thank God for you. Thank God for you. Thank God for you. We celebrating you. We celebrating me. We celebrating life on earth as it is in the kingdom. Every day is your celebration of life, eternal life. And I notice the more we keep our focus on God's goodness, we're not even paying Satan no mind. Now we see trouble, but we're not even focused on that anymore. Am I correct? Don't it feel good to go to bed at night? But you got to keep your atmosphere shifted though. Nobody can shift it for you. And now we got to maintain that shift. We got to keep that shift going. We got to keep with our thoughts. Thinking about the goodness of the Lord. Thinking about the goodness of the Lord. Thinking about the goodness of the Lord. Hearing the goodness of the Lord. Hearing the goodness of the Lord. Seeing the goodness of the Lord. Seeing the goodness of the Lord. Speaking the goodness of the Lord. Speaking the goodness of the Lord. Giving thanks due to the goodness of the Lord. Giving thanks and giving praise because of his goodness. Embracing the goodness. Releasing the goodness. Being overpowered with goodness. Advancing because of goodness. Excelling because of goodness. No limits because of goodness. Receiving God's glory because of goodness. His glory is all up on you. Someone asked me tonight, what kind of makeup do you wear? Foundation. Not saying I wouldn't wear any, but I rarely wear it because my skin is that sensitive for one 
And for two, I sweat a lot, and that's not a good look for two. Three, four, and five, six, seven, eight, nine, and ten. You understand? And they thought I had on foundation. I was like, no, I don't have on no foundation. Wow, your skin has a glow to it. Yes, yeah, so do yours. And it's called glory. Doesn't it look good? Yeah, you lost weight. Where? <laughs> Where? <laughs> now you're going too far now. <laughs> Where? <laughs> I'm going to call you out. Where? Where? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I said, I received that. I'm telling you, the beauty of God on the inside working its way on the outside. We don't have to say anything. People know we're with God. People see us, the move that we make, the steps that we take, they know we with God. We don't make no room for no more foolishness, no more distress. Now sometimes things may appear and we'd be like, God, no, no, not this, not this, God. We just got over this. Father, hold up now. Come on, God. Come on, God. We just, you know, we advanced in this. We just came up higher in this. We just matured because of this. We came in power because of this. We just discovered that we just passed this. We came out the fiery furnace because of this. We just seized the storm regarding this. We just crumbled the mountain down regarding this. We just broke the chain regarding this. We just brought the strongholds down concerning this. It looked like a weapon is trying to be formed. But all I can do is think about the goodness of the Lord and say, Father, I give it over to you. And guess what? I did not entertain Satan. And guess what? He had to flee. And I saw the hand of God. And you see the hand of God. You know what it's like when you see a weapon formed. You know, all of a sudden, you see the glory outside of that thing. And you're like, thank you, God. Thank you. Not entertaining it. Not even looking at it. But you can feel it in the room. You can feel agitation in the room sometimes. You can feel a sudden argument trying to increase. You can see the trouble trying to be in the forefront of your vision. But when you think about the goodness and we stay tuned to the goodness, that negativity got to bow every time. And doesn't it feel good to see it bow? And we're like, thank you God so much for that. Because sometimes we like, God, I had enough of that, but it's okay. Be it unto me, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to be in this thing right here that's right before me. And God said, if I be before you, who, what, when, when, how could be against you? And I felt so good. I know you feel so good to see God move on our behalf and shut the devil up. We do not wrestle against what? Flesh and blood. But against who? The enemy, the evil one. The weapons of our warfare. The weapons of our warfare are not what? Carnal. But mighty to the pulling down of what? Strongholds. So if we see negativity in a vessel, and we can see a weapon being formed regarding a place or a thing, just keep your focus on the goodness of Jesus. Don't feel negative about anybody. You understand? When things happen, you notice in 66 books, nobody brought it up again. God in Christ never brought up again that conversation. Let us make man. 
When Satan got kicked out of the kingdom, no one in the kingdom ever brought him up again. When Adam and Eve exit out of Eden, they never brought up that encounter with Satan again. Abraham never went to Isaac and said, Isaac, you know what your mother Sarah and I have done regarding a woman named Hagar and Ishmael? No, they never brought that up again. Did Job ever talk about what he'd been through with his new family, his new wife, new cattle, new success? No, he did not. Did Joseph ever bring up about what his brothers done to him, to Jacob and all of Egypt? No, he did not. Did Jonah go to Nineveh and tell them what he was not going to do at first and it took him to be in the belly of a well for three days? No, he did not. Did Ruth and Naomi tell, you understand, Boaz about their journey? I lost my husband and she lost her husband, which is my son. No. Why? Because it's for the glory. Did Daniel ever bring up back him being in the lion's den? No. Did Hananiah, Azariah, Mishael ever bring up being in that fiery furnace? No. Did Nebuchadnezzar ever bring up again after that situation that, you know, right then and there, who was the fourth person, never brought that up again? No. Did Moses ever bring up about him killing that man? Who was hurting a Hebrew? No. Did God ever bring up to Moses about him killing that man after he told him to depart? No. Did Noah ever bring up how the people were disregarding being on the ark? No. Did the children of God talk about what happened in the wilderness when they were marching around Jericho? No. Did they ever bring up, did Joshua, Caleb ever bring up that Moses and Aaron couldn't cross over? No. Did Deliah ever bring up how that man raped her and didn't ask to marry her? No. Did Jacob ever bring up what him and his mother Rebecca have done to his father Isaac and Esau again? No. Did he ever bring up what Laban have done to deceive him greatly when it came to Leah and Rachel? No. Did Christ ever bring up to Peter about, I told you you were going to deny me three times and the third time he denied in the midst? No. But instead, Christ asked him three times, do you love me to feed my sheep? And he said, yes. He never said, once, do you love me for the first time you denied me? Two, for the second time you denied me, do you love me? No, do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? Then feed, feed, feed my sheep three times. And the answer is, yes, I do. Yes, I do. For the third time, yes, I do. Did disciples ever bring up that Judas threw himself over? No. Because it's all for the glory. Did Barnabas ever bring up to John Mark again that he ditched out on them in Cephas? 
On their way almost to Athens? No. Did Apostle Paul talk about what he was saw when he became Apostle Paul? In his encounter with Christ, when he was down in the ditch and dry land and his son approached him and Christ said, why are you persecuting me? Did he bring that back up again? No. Did Apostle Paul bring up in Peter's face again? Because Peter is the one who introduced Paul for the, for the children of God to feel, you know, the other disciples to feel comfortable. He came with them at the door. Hold on, what are you doing here? Hey, what you doing with him? You know, he's one of us now. Did they bring that back up after that day? No. Did Peter ever bring up again that there was a shaking and those shackles loosed off of him? And he went back to the house of the disciples? And knocked on the door and got the people. And they looked out the people and saw Peter. Like, hold on. He was just locked up. Peter, open the door. Did he bring that back up again? No. Apostle Paul was really accepted because of Peter. And Peter taught Paul a lot. But there was a time that Apostle Paul had to remind Peter. And the testimony is, there were a lot of Romans and Greeks having a festivity. And the Jews on the other side having theirs. But the Jews side didn't look appealing. It wasn't enough money, wasn't enough cattle, wasn't enough clean clothes. They really have no resources. But they had such as this. But the Greeks and the Romans, they had all the cattle at this festivity. They had the best of foods, the best oils, the best perfumes, the best wine, the best clothes, the best cattle, the best, all of that. And Peter began to lose sight of himself for a second. And Peter sat amongst them. And he did not deny that he is a disciple of Christ, but he just didn't give up that information willingly. So he sat amongst them and began to eat and began to talk because he wanted their wine. He wanted to have the things that they had. And Paul said, wait a second, Peter. This is not something that you would have done. You had me to come alongside with you and serve your God. And I went through a process Due to me persecuting people who love Christ. Now I'm coming alongside with you. I received your teachings. I received the developments. I received the growth. What are you doing over here on this side? The side I just came off of. And Peter was like, you're right, Paul. You're right. You're right. You're right. For a second, I lost sight of stuff. You know, that's just like, you know, looking at somebody's nice car. Look at that convertible. Look at that Benz. Look at that Rolls Royce. Yeah, I got this hunchback hoopty. Yeah, I got this 2013. Look at that 2023. When you start looking at things, when you start disregarding your vehicle and start thinking, God, that you have one. Look at that merch over there. When you start not looking at yours and thinking, God, for your merch right here. Look at those kids listening over there. When you stop thanking God for the kids that you have and raise them in the way they should go. Look at their anointing over there. When you start disregarding 
that you are wonderfully and uniquely made. And you are also powerful and very significant. No one has ever brought it back up again in any 66 books. Because they know it's for the glory. And sometimes when we see things approaching and we like, and we can feel and God will even have us to discern that something is being formed. But guess what? It's not for us to take our eyes off of God and start feeling bad. No, it's to continue to stir yourself up to feel good. Because this not going, this, this don't have nothing to do with me. Because God is before me. This has everything to do with him. This is his responsibility to take good care of me. I don't have to take care of me. My life is not my own. God got me. And who's higher than him? Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for being in control. Thank you, God. And doesn't it feel good to see the enemy crumble with that wicked plan he has set up to be against you? And sometimes we can fall down knees and be like, thank you, God. Ooh, I didn't want to go through nothing like that again. It doesn't matter what kind of looks you and I get. It doesn't matter what kind of words that be fought. It doesn't matter what kind of weapons that be fought. But it would never ever prosper against you and I. We just have to intercede for one another as vessels, as vessels. Because we open up ourselves as vessels to be used by God or to be used by Satan. And if it's good, it's God. If it's bad, we already know where it's coming from. We can't just leave a person like that. No, you operate from a different world. And I'm going to lift you up. Because it's not always to say anything too. Because sometimes it can make matters worse. But this joke. Don't just, excuse me, walk away or I'll walk away and leave it like that. We can't leave them like that. Christ asked the man, can you see now? Well, I see people, they look like trees. Okay, let me do it again. We can't leave them like that. I don't like how you talking to me, but I can't leave you like that. I don't like how you disrespecting me, but I can't leave you like that. I don't like this, and it's not okay how this is happening. But guess what, guys? We cannot leave them like that. We cannot leave them like that. Did Christ ever bring up again that Peter began to sink because his faith began to fall? No, he didn't. It's all for the glory. Because when Peter denied Christ that third time, he felt so low. And there goes his promotion. Do you love me more than these? And not the disciples, because he would have said them. He said these. He's talking about a thing. Do you love me more than this fish? Did I just have you to catch by drawing your net? Do you love me more than these fish, Peter? As a fisherman, Peter? No, I don't. I love you more. Now you are a fisher of men, no longer a fisherman. <laughs> God. You know what's so amazing about that testimony right now? I just received the revelation. Excuse me, my, these words coming out fast. <laughs> I just received revelation. 
God. And these words got spitting out for real. Jesus. And Peter had a prophet. He, you know, Christ caused him to profit. And the disciples. It wasn't all the disciples, probably like six of them. The others was at work or at home with their families. And all that fish they caught, guys. And then Christ ended Peter's nine-to-five job after he made that profit. <laughs> so guess what? He became a fisher of men, no longer a fisherman. So what did he do with that fish? <laughs> he couldn't sell it because he's no longer a fisherman. He just became a fisher of men. So now you go out to sell, not sell, excuse me, release the word instead of selling fish. You understand? So you caught all that fish. It's like you on your job. You receive that promotion you've been waiting for all that time. And then God say, that's it. It's time to come off that job. Wait, wait, hold up. <laughs> I've been waiting for this. But we got to know that wherever God calls us to, it's higher. That's why Peter didn't go back and forth. You a fisher of men. I receive. Yes, I love you. Feed my sheep. Feed my sheep. Did he ever have to say that to him again? No. So the things that you and I go through, do we have to bring it back up again? No. When somebody calls us, done to us, do we have to keep bringing it up? No. Even if they still doing it, do we have to keep bringing it up? No. Sometimes leave social media alone. Because it can really tamper with your spirit. Especially when you can feel a weapon form and you begin to look and see if it's still being formed or not against you and I. So we can know what to do. No, God already done everything there is to do. Less is best. We don't have to find out what's going on. We don't have to find out what's being said. We don't have to find out who's talking to what, who's saying what, who's doing what. Because guess what? It shall never prosper against you or not. So stay in aroma with the aroma of good. Everybody kept trying to figure out at rehearsal tonight who smelled good. Like I'm like, who's just that smell this good? I smell this perfume. I, I just couldn't get it. And everybody had on their own fragrance. But I was like, it's one fragrance that's out doing it. What, what is this? They was like, you, it's you. No, it's not. I'm smelling myself. I smell good, but this is no, this fragrance, I never smelled kill. We smell it. It's you. I'm like, look, yo. I know how my oil smell. It's not me. Q. It's you, Q. <laughs> you understand? Everything about God is extraordinary. He puts his extra on our lives, his extra on our thoughts, his extra in our heart, his extra. Regarding our ways, our personality, our soul, our will, our emotions, his extra on our spirit, his extra on our body, our limbs and our organs, his extra regarding our age and restoring us back to his youth. I mean, our youth, his extra, <laughs> his extra. Come on, somebody. I'm thinking about, you know, really going on an obstacle course to tune up. Cause I was like, you know, I just been eating, you know, I just been eating, <laughs> but not to get full to be satisfied. And I wasn't really working out. And here comes somebody, kill you lost weight. Stop lying, <laughs> stop lying. You know, you ain't gotta say all. You know, stop lying. 
No, for real, kill. <laughs> you losing weight. Stop playing. <laughs> I'm on a carb diet. I'm trying to tell you. I'm on a seafood diet. I'm on a steak and rib diet. You better stop playing. <laughs> My God. I go on TikTok. This is what this is how I lose weight. I got a whole slam of ribs. So God. Jesus Christ. Oh God. <laughs> Super on our natural. Thank you, God. Ask God anything in his will. He do it for us. Sometimes I'd be like, God, you know, you know, I go through anything, you know, just to come out on top of a thing. I know how you move. I know how you stretch us and you pull us. And sometimes we be trying to run from a fiery furnace that we coming out on top and coming out unscorched. Okay, Father, whatever you want me to go through. Okay, Father, for me to gain a better understanding as to how powerful I really am. I'm willing to go through that process, Father. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go ahead and get it over with. And all of a sudden, it wasn't even nothing. It was formed, but it wound up dying. Right before me, that weapon died. That weapon has no life. Because we have dominion. Our mood will not ever, our moods will not ever, ever, ever be unstable again. Our thoughts would never, ever, ever be wavering and be so cluttered again, overwhelmed again, frustrated again. Even if we try to be sneaky and conniving, God always exposed because we have the spirit of what? Truth. And the truth do what? It outshines and it reveals every lie. But we got to know it's for the glory. We can't be able to attitude. Mm, thank you, Lord, for showing me that. Mm, they ought to be ashamed. No, thank you, God, for showing me that. I appreciate that. Let me lift that up in the atmosphere. Let me lift this up. Because when people see us according to our fruit, even those who are in the body who know the fruit and operate in the fruit, whether it's in and outside the fruit... It also perpetuates and penetrates the atmosphere for their change once we take the focus off of us. See, I acknowledge God in that situation. God, please, thank you. I don't have to say anything. Thank you. And he did. And I kept my energy up. I kept my love, my respect up. I kept all that up. I'm not going to ever look at anybody out here in this earth and be like, nah, I, I'm not feeling you. Nah, I don't want to be around you. No, I love you. I love you. You understand? And that's what, that's what really saturate the atmosphere. Tonight, it was like, Q, Q, Q. You're so awesome. You're so cheerful. Your spirit, your passion. The way you move for God, you're such a blessing. Thank you. So are you. People will call you and say, you're such a blessing. People will stop you and be like, you know what? You're such a blessing. 
People are not going to always say, I seen you. To say hello to you. Hello to me. Some would just say, I seen you in that store or I seen you at the gas station. And trust me, if they wanted to say something, they would have. Some just want to look at you and I. We are ministers of the gospel in all that we do. So just keep thinking about goodness. When you wake up in the morning, think of goodness. Lying down at night, goodness. Even meditate on goodness. Let goodness come out of our mouth. Let us inhale and exhale goodness. Being filled with goodness. Running over with goodness. Before I get off of here, I don't know if I told you guys or not. Let me tell you about this dream I had. And I was like, Father, really? It was me and two other women. And the first woman, the first woman was preparing for her wedding. And she had everything she needed. She was just like telling people what to do. Yeah, put that over here, over there. And she had more than enough. And the next woman, two weeks after her wedding, it was her wedding. So her wedding was two weeks after the first woman's wedding. So she's preparing for hers while she's helping her prepare for hers because she's in her wedding. So while I'm in your wedding and I was in the wedding, I was the third woman. While we're in your wedding, we're, you know, we preparing for your wedding and the next woman. Then here come God with me regarding my wedding. Now the middle one had, you know, had the things just ordering like, yeah, do this, do that. Okay, everything's straight. I'm getting started on mine now, even though it's two weeks away. But I'm going to help you finish yours to the first woman because your, your wedding is within this week. So we're helping you with yours. And she's telling us, okay, you guys pick out your dresses, you know, get your hairstyles together. And we are like, okay, okay. And a woman who's next to her in two weeks, her wedding, she's preparing her wedding while she's a part of her wedding. So now I'm two weeks after the one that's in the middle wedding. So I'm like, okay. Now when it came to my wedding, it was like I didn't have anything. I was like, what is this? <laughs> and I was, and the thing is, I wasn't disturbed. I wasn't upset. I just started coming together with things, you know, crafty with my hands. I started being creative. And I started with the invitations. But I was like, this is like something I would never do, God. I'd rather order, <laughs> get them made and have them ordered. I had a huge set of like, preschool in front of me arts and crafts I'm coloring my wedding invitations <laughs> I'm cutting and pasting out frames for it to look like an invitation and I'm having glue sticks to glue it on the paper I'm like what in the world is this meaning to me God <laughs> but I wasn't complaining and the first woman and the second woman they weren't even thinking about my wedding they was like your wedding is a month you know a month in a month it's two weeks or another set of two weeks. We don't have to worry about yours right now. Mine's is in this week. And mine's two. And the one in the middle was like, mine's two weeks after that. So they focusing on theirs. I'm like, yeah, but I don't have to be late for doing things either. I got to do something. Y'all got to help me too. I'm helping y'all. <laughs> they weren't even thinking about my way. <laughs> and I woke up. I was like, Father, come here. <laughs> come right here. 
What are you trying to say to me? <laughs> and God say, are you finished? Yes. <laughs> are you done with this? Yes. <laughs> you ready to listen? Yes. <laughs> Your dream, man. The last shall be made first. And I could just leave it like that. And you got that. <laughs> you felt that? <laughs> like you said, you feel in your spirit. You felt that in your spirit, beloved Quenisha. <laughs> I said, the last shall be made first. What appeared to look like for the first woman is not so. What appeared to look like for the second woman is not so. What appeared to look like for you as the third woman is not so. You are being made first. I said, don't be moved what it appeared to look like, how it appeared to be, how it appear, appear, appear to be, how it may appear, how it may look. Does it mean it is so? It means it appeared to look that way, but everything that appeared to look anyway is what? Subject to what? Change. The reason why I didn't have you doing anything and saying anything or having things in front of you to begin to plan anything because you don't have to. Because I already planned it out for you. You don't have to do anything of your own. You have to come up with your own decorations. You have to come up with your own colors. You have to come up with your own of anything. I already prepared a way for you. You don't have to lift a finger because I so love you. He said, you know, I showed you Walt Disney. Because the storyline of Walt Disney World with every movie that's Disney is happily ever after, Quenisha. I want you to see in the spiritual realm, not just thinking you're taking a trip to Disney World. <laughs> I speak to your spirit in the supernatural. Your life is happily ever after. And according to Disney, it's a fairy tale. But according to my will, your life is a story that's being told. I have a story to tell. A fairy tale is something that just sounds good and won't happen. But your life is a story to tell. And it seems like it's a fairy tale, but it is so indeed. Enjoy everything happening for you. You don't have to lift a finger to do nothing. Let me pamper you. Let me take care of you as your daddy. Let me take care of my plan. Let me take care of your destiny. Let me take care of my promises. You and your family is blessed. People are reaping the benefits because of your yes. And many was affected by your no. And now they're receiving because of your yes. So never forget those who never forgot to intercede for you when you were out of position, Quenisha. Never forget that. Because people were praying for you. They were believing for you. Some even started to give up on you. It didn't look like anything could happen what I said regarding you. And they began to dream and live and believe again. 
You have an awesome man, Quinesha. I'm favoring both of you. And God said, the reason why I didn't have you two to prepare as you did not do face to face. And I had you on a podcast and other ways he can hear you. And trust me, he was listening more than you thought he was. And the reason why I had it that way is not just because of an attraction. I know you're trying to figure it out. But yes, your love, you are two are very drawn. But your emotions are the same and they come from the same place. And you two had to mature. You had to develop. I wasn't going to have you two to disregard each other and walk out of my plan concerning you. Because he had to go through a transition of forgiving you. Going through a healing process of feeling denied, rejected, as if he wasn't ever going to have you. It didn't look like it. Because who gets married and expects somebody to get a divorce? You made a permanent decision regarding his, you know, my promise regarding him coming towards you. His pursuit. You denied his pursuit. You denied his attempt. It was destroying his confidence. He was feeling, why don't you want me? You created to have me. He had to heal from being angry at you, feeling disrespected, feeling embarrassed. For those that know I'm in love with someone who loves someone else or who think they love someone else but lusting someone else. He couldn't process with you feeling like that regarding you. Because both your emotions would have came from the same place. He would have told you about yourself and you would have walked away and say, forget it. I tried. I tried. But he denied like I denied. So forget it. So I spare you two so you can grow, be quickened and sharpened to help each other without being face to face to deny each other. And you had to be healed from Lying to you, denying you, denying him, which is denying you, denying my will, denying my promises, denying my will, my way. You have to learn how to forgive yourself and walk in the new and let go of the old. You have to learn how to forgive yourself. I couldn't have you around him. You keep talking about what already been brought to pass. You keep talking about things that's of the past. And I'm bringing the past great things. But your mind's still stuck in the past. Because you're still saying, forgive me, forgive me. He already forgiven you. Why keep bringing it up? He wouldn't want to keep hearing that. He wouldn't want to keep being reminded of what he had to go through. Because you had to learn how to forgive yourself. So how would that look? You said, forgive me, forgive me, forgive me. And that's position to say, yeah, I'm still mad at you. I'm still mad at you. Because the more you keep saying, forgive me, I'm thinking about what I'm forgiving you from. Yeah, that was bad. That was bad. Now he's testifying from hurt and pain. And now from glory to glory. So I had to keep you two apart for such a time as this. Now you are maturing. Now you are growing. Now you are ready. But as I continue to have you be ready, keep receiving the purpose as to why I do what I do. I didn't have to explain to you. 
But now that you have grown, I'm showing you and I'm telling you why, save God. That's why. Because it would have had you two arguing. It would have had you two dishonoring. You two being upset and walking away. Like the first encounter you had. You both walked away angry. You walked away hurt. That's not what I want for you two. I didn't draw you to depart. I didn't draw you to divide. I drew you to connect. Stay together. So you two had to be brought apart just for a time as this. So you can accelerate. It's over now. It's of the past. You two have grown greatly. It's over. It's dealt with. It's away with. I spare you two from denying what you're walking into right now. Aren't you excited? Aren't you glad that I did not have you two face to face when he's going through a healing process and you're going through a delivering process of what you cause and he feeling what you have done, what you have caused? That's not a good connection. Gotta heal. I had to separate Joseph to have his brothers come up higher. And when they were ready to connect, I connect them back. I connected them back. I see overall what you don't see. I hear overall than what you hear. So stay with me. Stick around me. Agree with me, say of God. So much favor of God coming out of this. So many blessings. I'm walking through doors that I didn't even have to go through anything to walk through. It would take some people 10 doors to walk through the door I just walked through. Same goes for you and me. I thank God for that level of glory. I'm trying to tell you. I thank God for prayers that went up and that's still going up. Because sometimes when prayers were going up, I was like, thank you. I don't have to know who you are. God just had me to feel they're going up for you, Quenisha. Prayers going up. I'm like, thank you, whoever you are. Sometimes I was on one knee. God said, the prayers going up. Okay, okay. And when the praises go up, the blessing got to come down. Your prayers had me to feel like, whoo, thank you. That was a close one. Thank you so much. I felt like I was a Mario brother for real. You understand? I'm not really good with side effects talking, you know, making noises, but you get what I'm saying. I got the beat. You understand? I'm excited, y'all. Yes, about everything. So let me get off of here. And you stay keeping your atmosphere shifted. I love you. Thank God for you. Greater seed that is in us.
that he who is in the world, I love you.